With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It was Christmas Eve, babe, and drunk tank and all man said to me won't see another one and then he sang a song the rare old mountain tune I turned my face away and dreamed about you God I Years from beginning, so happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time when all our dreams come true. is Baz Mizzy for breakfast Christmas special and we hope wherever you are throughout Aotearoa you're having a wonderful Christmas and a, and a brilliant festive period with all of your loved ones and from us a big Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We're going to go into a little bit of what we normally get up to during our Christmas times. I guess for me is things have changed somewhat. We used to be on the road a lot during this time of the year playing for the Black Caps and Christmas Day was normally the day before our Boxing Day Test match or Boxing Day one day, a T20. So it was always a pretty quiet affair, but we, we always have our loved ones around and New Zealand cricket would normally put on something in, in the afternoon. Uh, we'd normally get off to training in the morning, you know, take care of a take care of business and then come back in the afternoon and and we'd all sit around, have a, have a lovely Christmas lunch and the kids would be running around and we'd try and make it as special as what we possibly could, even though majority of the time we're away from home and, and away from our 
this extended family's, but it was always <laughs> got some great memories looking back on, on my time being able to enjoy Christmas period throughout the Black Caps time. What about you, mate? What is what's Christmas like in the Dag household? Yeah, I've always wondered, mate. I've always wondered what what the cricketers get up to. It's a it is a great period for for fans, but it's a tough time for you. You know, you've all got families, and you're either here or abroad, so it's you know, a tough time for you guys not to really celebrate with the families. But it's good to hear that the kids are running around. And you get to enjoy it somewhat. You know, you're giving us entertainment, so we appreciate all that you've done over the years, brother. Thank you for those sacrifices. Um, for myself. Christmas is just about family and, uh, you know, it's it's either we're in Gisborne at Daisy's family's house and we alternate every year and it's always a wonderful time full of food, full of laughter, full of beer and uh, just really, really good times. Um, and then the alternate, alternating year, we're at my house with mum and dad. I guess um, Christmas is all about family and, and this year will be the first Christmas without mum without our my beautiful mama, Horiana. And, uh, yeah, so it's going to be a happy time because we're going to have all our kids and, and my, you know, my wife and, and family and we're going to be together. But it's going to be a sad time too because our mother isn't here. And I always just remember mum, you know, she was always the one that just would be up and about, pottering around, making trifles, making steam puddings, doing them roast, just getting all the family together and, uh, and that's what it's about, you know, bringing families together and, and, and enjoying the year and, and, you know, eating lots of food and then afternoon maybe going out and playing a bit of BYC. So, yeah, it's a bit of sweet one, mate. I'm going to miss mum on, on the special day, but um, but I'll be celebrating it down here in Christchurch, actually. We're going to have our first ever Christmas down here in Autotahi Christchurch with just me. Arlo, Tilly, Daisy and, and Mandy. So there's just a small group of us. We'll just have it down here at our home. First time Christmas in our new home. So we'll just enjoy it and eat some good food and put some more weight on and uh, and just get really festive into it, brother. And open up with Nala and, and I'll probably dress up as Santa and, you know, just looking at the night before, you know, filling up the sacks and, and just getting out there and pretending to be Santa, just keeping that hope and light, belief alive for the young ones. Eh? Yeah, they still think Santa's real, and he is real. Hopefully no young ones are listening right now. He is real. <laughs> but that's or, me, brother. Or, or, old <laughs> or old ones. You never know. But yeah. oh, hey, that's um that's pretty awesome. I guess, yeah, it's going to be tinged with a bit of sadness for you as well. But I, mm. I guess you, you start to... To take over some of those responsibilities that your mum kind of left yeah. behind, so you might be on the trifle this year, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm horrible, mate. I'm horrible with the with the desserts. I I don't mind eating them. It's like ruts yesterday. I say I don't mind eating them, but I've never learned how to how to cook them or make them. So yeah, I've said to Daisy, "Can you make a trifle? She can make them, but she doesn't really like them as well. So she'll pretend she whipped one up for the family, mate. But uh, menu is key. So we spoke about our menu. What is on your menu? Uh, on our menu will be, well, it'll be a nice ham. Liz will glaze a nice yeah. ham and she'll take care of that for us. And then I'll probably be in charge of cooking like the fillet. Ooh. I have a big fillet. I've got um, my brother and his wife and kids are coming down to Matamata. They're going to yep. stay with us for a couple of days. And then I've got my mum and dad live in town here in Matamata as well. So they'll they'll come around and hopefully kids will swim in the pool and run around on the grass and the animals will be running around after them and, mm. and we can sort of sit back and, and relax and just have a nice festive sort of 
jovial time, which is what this time's all about, right? Yeah. I appreciate all the hard work that you've put in, not just this year, but in all the years previous, and also see your kids grow and develop. Mm. And so it's a special time to be able to be quite content in life, I reckon. So that'll be what we'll get up to. And yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Yes. So, so your kids, uh, you know, they're a lot older. You know, Riley's a teenager. The girls are, you know, just, just getting to the middle age of their teenage years. What is Christmas like for the younger, you know, the more adult kind of kids? Are they still believing in the Santa and, and are the presents a lot different to what they used to be and expectations from mum and dad? What do I want? I want this, you know, blah, 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 things like that. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like Riley's, well, he's, he's coming up 18, so he's kind of, oh, he's you know, off. yeah, like he'll probably have a couple of beers with us during the day on uh, on Christmas Day, no doubt, and he'll want something for his car he bought him new tyres, which I noticed <laughs> when, he, when he ripped down the driveway the other day that they won't be lasting until next Christmas, the way he's driving. And then, uh, so he'll want something for his car, some sort of new muffler or bumper or some kind of thing to black it out. Mm. Um, whereas the girls, they're, yeah, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty content as well, you know. They, get, mm. they got pretty much everything that they could ask for in life. And <laughs> you get little things. Yeah. yeah, little things, you know. But they'll they'll spend more time for them. It's more the experience of it all, you know, the opening of the yeah. presents, the excitement around it, the toys themselves. They they could take or leave. I think but for them, it's more the investment and the experience of being around the family and the and the laughter and the and the smiles. So yeah, it's such a cool time, man. Eh? Yeah, cool. it is. We're lucky, I reckon, to to not have to work during that time as well. Not like mm. some folk who will yeah. be. Grinding away. Hey Baz. Yeah. Hey Baz. Is he? Sorry, boys. Um, yeah, just thought that was a nice little segue. Uh, when you were talking about cricket and your cricket experience over Christmas, there's something I actually need to fess up. Um, you never watched cricket. Oh, get <laughs> off it. Actually, quite. Actually, Baz, literally the opposite. But you're going to be just as disappointed in me. 2014 on Boxing Day, Brendan McCullum. Is he? You'll remember this. Yeah. Was going. Yeah absolutely berserk in Hagley yeah. Oval against this hapless Sri Lankan, I'm pretty sure, outfit. This bowling attack that was like, what? why have we flown all the way to New Zealand just to get abused, used and abused by Baz McCullum? And I'm there just in my element, just because I love cricket, Baz, uh, absolutely <laughs> ailing up just smoking the the <laughs> I'm, like I'm, I'm on it I'm, I'm full on it you know drink responsibly that but I'm full on it and about mid-afternoon Baz is still in and he pumps one and we're sitting probably probably long off and he pumps yeah. one pretty straight and we're kind of sitting there and we're going is anyone going to move for that and it's coming and it's traveling and I make the late call which I regret to get up move to my right and try catch it and I've missed it and it's hit me on the wrist and A, it's stung oh. so bad. The worst thing is the camera's <laughs> panned at me and there's this absolute like drunken belligerent <laughs> uni student with a bucket hat on like short stubbies just like on the ground like holding my wrist. Um, great memories though and that's what it was all about. Cricket and you know when the weather's bad at Christmas it's a nightmare so yeah. there's I had to fess up to you Baz. I'm sorry I dropped a catch. but Yeah they caught you. Did he caught you, Louie? Izzy, we might be able to find that footage. Yeah. We might be able to find that footage. That could be an early an early present in 2022. Let's just Ooh, roll, out, roll out footage of Louie's attempt at one-handed specky. No long doubt. Long. Do, you want me to, do you want me to dig into the archives at Sky Sport? Because we had everything back then. Do you want me to dig yeah, in? You yeah, well, you've got plenty. 
you've all got plenty of staff and time these days to be able to dig into it as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our Spark boys will be too busy covering the actual footage. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, man. I'm joking. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the banter. I love the banter. And that's a great story, Louis. Coming through for our skip there, Baz McCullum, terrorizing Sri Lanka on Boxing Day. Baz, 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 what does Baz want for Christmas? Oh, what do you want, my brother? I wouldn't mind a winner at the moment, the way the horses are going. <laughs> if I could get a, some clear running and a, and a hot jockey on top of my horses, I'd be quite keen on that. Um, yeah. Bit of a dry period for the old Vermeer yeah. team, but that's okay. All swings and roundabouts. No, outside of that, mate, honestly, I'm like, I'm pretty content with everything we've got. You know, I think we're very lucky. We've had a, we've got a great life, and just time mm. and experience around the family is all I'm after, mate. You'd be the same. Yeah, mate. I want just time with family and to pay less tax. So that's what I want. For <laughs> so um, yeah, I just got my tax bill. That's why I was having a hurr of a time before. <laughs> Good old tax man's come for digging. Yay! <laughs> Keep it coming. You can't catch me. Anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yes, it is. It is time for the tipple, the 2021 tipple. And I thought I'd start off by giving a toast to one of our very first guests and our original Formula One correspondent, Kane Williamson, who attended the British Grand Prix back in July. I asked Kane how fast the cars were going, and he quickly lost his job. I mean, my only experience in F1 was watching the uh, Netflix docker, which was epic. So, drive as about as fast as you drive, actually. Um, <laughs> well, compared to you, we, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't get, quite get the kind of analysis we were hoping for out of Kane, so that marked the end of his career as a F1 correspondent. We are, however, very grateful to him, as well as to Kieran Reid, for making an appearance on our first ever show and starting the station off with a bang. Cheers, boys. Yes, cheers, Kano. That signal, the end of Kane Williams, Williamson's role as a correspondent on this show, but it was only the beginning of former teammates taking a shot at me and Baz. I managed to convince Ma'a Nonu to come on the show following his debut for East Coast Rugby. Ma'a doesn't love doing interviews, and he quickly turned the tables on me. I haven't watched many games of you playing cricket, but are you a bowler or all-rounder or you're better? <laughs> I'm a bowler. I'm a bowler. Get off. Okay. Get off. Oi. Get off. Fighting in the team. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that is ma'a. That is ma'a. If you don't know what I'm talking about, when we were playing rugby, he'd try and convince you to talk about the game that is coming out, coming up, and you'd, you'd say something about the game like you're already in the team. So that's where that comes from. He's trying to trick you. I could tell no one else in the studio knew what was going on there, but it was just ma'a being ma'a and giving me a bit of tough love. Thanks for coming on the show, my brother, and I look forward to leading Team Rugby to victory in January. Cheers. Yeah, very nice. Is unfortunately, well, that was a moment that I missed because I was over in the UAE coaching my Kolkata Knight Riders. But before I left, we had Flem on the show, Stephen Paul Fleming, <laughs> aka Donk, and he, well, despite my team standing on the table at the time, Flemo, he knew that we had something in store. He knew that we were going to be a force to be reckoned with. We got teams like uh, Kolkata that we've now become very dangerous bears, don't they? Because with nothing to fear. Nothing to fear, right? We ended up going down in the in the final to old Flemo. But good on you, Flem. Thanks for your kind words and congratulations on winning a well-earned title with the Chennai Super Kings. Plenty of US dollars lands landed out there in Ahoka and Flemington. Hope to see you again in the final against ne- again next year, mate, albeit with a slightly different result. Cheers, Flemo. Yeah, absolute champion, Flem. Thanks for giving me my wine too yesterday. Appreciate it, brother. Flem obviously had a crystal ball in his hands, Baz, because he was right on the money. The whole team here watched it in awe as you led your team to the knockout stages of the tournament. It was particularly tough remaining focused on the show when Tripathi hit a six to propel KKR to the grand final. Tripathi has won the game and Baz is hugging everyone <laughs> in celebrations. Look at them oh, go nuts. Off the lane. Off the lane. Oh. <laughs> He's done oh, it. Yes, Baz. God, oh, pump. I'm going to watch it right now. Watch it right now. Here it is. Baz. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Oh, how good, mate. The, the emotions. We're so proud of you, brother. You went over there, you're back against the wall, but that's what you do. You inspire. And what you do when you're away. While you're away, Bears, we also celebrated your birthday and we received a lovely message from your family, which actually brought a tear to my eye, and we were missing you dearly. Hi, Dad. Happy birthday. Hi, Dad. Happy birthday. Happy 40th birthday, babe. Wish we could be together for your birthday, but we'll celebrate when you get home. We're so proud of everything you do for our family. You're amazing and we love you lots. See you soon. Happy birthday. Love you, Dad. Love you, Dad. Bye. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Oh, that's so cool, eh, Bez? That is so, so good. Oh, I, I actually brought a tear to my heart. Hearing the, the little girls, even Maya, the, mm. they love their daddy. Endless. <laughs> so anyway, not only are we glad you're back, Bezza, but we couldn't be prouder of what you achieved in Dubai. It was something very special and it won't be forgotten anytime soon. Congrats, mate. Cheers. Well, thank you. It is very kind. Thank you, team. I miss you all while I was away as well. Safe in the knowledge that I was trying to just continue to bring back US dollars and rupees <laughs> yeah. to our economy and yeah. keep things ticking over, yeah. you know? And so you don't all... need the tax man around you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do, actually. It's a tax. He's more your friend than mine, though, is the tax man. <laughs> anyway, while I was away, Izzy, I know you celebrated the 10th anniversary of the 2011 Rugby World Cup by having some big-time guests, including the great Richie McCaw. Well, what you boys achieved by winning the World Cup on home soil is something that will live that will live in our minds and in the minds of Kiwis forever. 
Although it sounds like Richie was pretty sure the same could be said had the team lost. Yeah, that parade. Like, I, I remember the thought that went through my mind yeah. is, man, that's, this is pretty cool, but I hate to think what would happen if we had no one. It would been a riot or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear Richie laugh. Yeah. Fortunately, was, <laughs> we didn't have to face that reality, and instead we witnessed something truly magical. Thanks to Richie and to everyone else who helped Izzy and the team mark the occasion. Cheers. Well, we've had a lot of big names chat with us on the show this year, but as you know, we love championing our champions, whether they're big or whether they're small. One of these champions is Thomas Grant, who at the tender age of 21 won a national championship as coach of the under-85 Carisbrook Bush Pigs. Thomas seemed to be burdened with wisdom beyond his years as he delivered some sage advice to us. John brought him the mantra of trust your pig. Um, that was his thing that he that he us by. So whatever you take from that, um, I I don't quite understand that. But to me, that's that's you know wear your heart on your sleeve when you're when you're on the field. You're playing for your pig beside you. Trust your pig. Trust your pig. Thank you, Thomas Grant. It's an important lesson, and one that I certainly won't forget any time soon. Perhaps a future All Black coach in the making, Thomas Grant. Cheers. He was one of the greats, Thomas Grant. Trust your pig, trust your bezza. That is so good. Anyway, another unsung Kiwi who we put the spotlight on this year is Shauna Polly. Shauna and her playing partner, Alice Zeman, went on a beach volleyball odyssey around the world as they attempted to qualify for the Commonwealth Games. And, well, she had some stories to tell about a river in Rwanda. The venue where we played was next to this massive lake, you know, it looked like the ocean, it was just so big. And we always wanted to go swimming in it afterwards, but the local people were like, no, you can't swim in there because that's where they dumped all the bodies. Wow. So (laughs) if you haven't seen the movie, watch Hotel Rwanda or Rwanda and it is, uh, well, you'll get a bit bit more of an understanding of what that lake and... Definitely one of the wilder chats we've had on the show for sure. Regardless, I'm happy that Shauna and Alice were able to achieve their goal in the face of many challenges they had to overcome to, to qualify for next year's games. Best of luck, and I hope you enjoy some well-earned downtime back in the country. Cheers, girls. Very good. As another one of our athletes who's been doing it tough overseas, Paul Cole. Colsey, bit of a fan favourite, bit of a favourite on our show altogether, actually. He took some time to speak to us. Following a history-making victory at the British Open, he became the first Kiwi squash player to win the Open. It was an impressive feat, one we hoped he would be rewarded quite handsomely for. His. Do you earn any moolah? Do you earn any cash for winning this thing or what? We're not talking like uh, you cricket boys or All Blacks. But, oh, uh, it's not bad, man. I can't complain. Oh, calm down. <laughs> for the love of it, Colsey. We play for the love of it, mate. Always. For the for the fern on your chest, that's what we play for. The cash is just a byproduct. Anyway, well, Colsey, you've had a couple of tournament wins since then, mate. So I'm sure you've earned enough of the old moolah to invest in a horse with Iz and myself in no time. <laughs> Thanks for sharing a special moment with us, brother, and I wish you all the very best in the new year from Baz and Izzy. Cheers. Yeah, poor Cole, one of the greats, and I'm so grateful. That's why I joined the show, to, to learn about all our athletes around New Zealand, and I've grown a real love and connection with Colsey, absolute champion representing the West Coast. How good. Tomato pasta, never again, he reckons. Anyway, we love championing our champions, Baz, but it wasn't only Kiwis who we caught up with. 
this year. There were a number of former adversaries who spoke to, including one of yours, the king of spin, Shane Warne. Warney had a bit of a strife with COVID this year, and unfortunately his plans to get over it didn't quite work. Well, don't take this as any sort of um, gospel, and this is actually a bit tongue-in-cheek, so before I get crucified for saying this, all I'm saying is I thought if I smoke 100 cigarettes a day I could kill COVID. It didn't really work. I end up on a ventilator, so it wasn't... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't ideal. Um, do not smoke. <laughs> do not smoke. But man, that is one of the great chats. Honestly, if you've missed it, head over to Baz and Izzy's podcast on the SNZ app and you will get that uh, chat. And all our interviews with all our great guests throughout the entire year. What a, what a champion. Good on you, mate. Glad you're feeling better now and get to enjoy a great summer of Ashes cricket. Cheers, Warney. Do you, th- do you think we can just play that laugh of his again? Just that little bit of the... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll isolate that. <laughs> anyway, finally I want to give a toast to my good mate, the cat, Phil Tufnell. Well, we've shared some classic moments with him on the show, including the time that he explained where he got his nickname from is. There's a few answers of that. Out all night, sleep all day. One of them. Uh, I've been taught... <laughs> they said I've had nine lives. And I've been caught, and I've also been caught having a wee in next door neighbour's flower bed a couple of times. <laughs> oh, what a ripper! Absolute character, Phil the Cat Tufnell. Love spending time with you, mate. And I can't wait till the borders open and and we can you can we can get you down here again, mate. You're an absolute champion, and we appreciate you coming on the show. Cheers, brother. Let's some um. Isn't that just reflecting on that there? The kind of guests we've had, the diversity of them. Like, we've mm. had the champions, and, you know, Sonny we've had before, and, you know, your Shane Warns and your Richies and your Canes and your Mars. But, like, the Paul Coles, the Sean Apollis, does that make you guys feel great that you've been able to keep your word and champion all our champions? Yeah. Oh, that, that's probably been the, the, the one of the best things. Because, like, that's, you know, our show, we could get the big, the big stars and, and talk to them all the time. And, and they're great. You know, everyone wants to get a bit more of an understanding of what they do and get a a different look at them but yeah I loved it like that's what we say championing our champions and we've got so many unsung heroes in New Zealand and that's what we want to do we want to try and embrace them all and I've particularly enjoyed pumping up the horse game and horse farming because um, <laughs> horse farming, before yeah. I came on this show I had no idea now I've got a horse and I watch racing all the time and I'll have a wee fill up on the punt too so I've really enjoyed it and and Baz um, we've really enjoyed all of you out there as well haven't we we've we've enjoyed all your participation all your calls all your texts you really make the show and without you we wouldn't be able to do what we do on a daily so we really appreciate all your support for the Baz and Izzy for breakfast for the team Louis, Trudy, Joe and Kez uh, from us we want to say a Merry Christmas and thank you so much. This tipple was for you. Cheers. Well put. His very, very well put. Absolutely brilliant. The other thing I love, mate, is um, when we do get some of those big stars on, but they just drop the shoulders a little bit. They just relax and they just be themselves. And we can hopefully bring a different sort of personality to to everyone out there as well because I think there's so many of those big stars where they put up the media voice you know they put up the the wall and, and they, they mm. we, we get a, a different version of themselves mm. whereas what we've been lucky enough to do and we saw it we heard it yesterday with Richie Moanga for instance we've heard it with Sonny Bill Stephen Fleming the likes we've seen and we've heard these great athletes and great personalities be able to just enjoy themselves and 
and just express themselves on air. So we're so lucky to be able to do that. It's been fabulous, and that's one of the real perks of the job is getting to know a lot of those people. So thank you as well, Iz, for being able to invite me into your world of of personalities that you know and friends that you know. It's been an absolute pleasure, my friend. We're going to come back very soon. We've got another one. It is his Christmas songs, and you don't want to miss it. Yeah, good. Tonight, Smithy baby, just lock the ramp for shield away today. Smithy baby, I'll see you down at Turk's Bar tonight. Think of all the fun we've had. Even on the days when you were so mad Next year, Daggy will be just as loose I know you love me, Smithy, cause I'm your Hawks Bay Ooze Smithy, baby, just slip the Hawks Bay like you're under the tree for me Daggy's been a good boy, Smithy, baby I'll see you down at Turk's Bar tonight. Fez and Izzy.
Yeah, welcome in to Baz and Izzy for breakfast, our Christmas special. And it wouldn't be a Christmas special without the mother of our nation, the mother of Baz and Izzy for breakfast, Trudy Nelson. We got the Christmas wind up, the tunes are pumping, Trudes, we're having a boogie here. Yeah, nice. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Merry Christmas to you, Louie, and of course to the whole SCNZ team and most importantly, our wonderful listeners and everyone connected to the station across two wonderful nations. So yeah, just sending out the love to everyone and yeah, silly hat, silly sparkly hat, sparkly dress day, you know, eat, roll me up, uh, wake me up when it's time to eat again. Yeah. (laughs) We, um, look, we've decided to go without Joe here and we've gone for the original Trudy's World opener. I think because it's Christmas and we're in a giving mood, we can be fully transparent about how that opener, the original one that people know so well, the Trudy's World, came about. Woo-hoo. Joe, you know, he's a our lovely panel op, Joe. Trudes, how would you describe Joe being the kind of, you know, tactfully? Well, being the, I'm, I'm the mother of a, of a young man, a very similar age to him, so I find him very, I think he's adorable. He's um dry and funny like his sense of humor is next level he's really he's like a little bean pole um and he's just you know he's just adorable all i can say he's like a little christmas package of goodness he is but he's also extremely daft on occasion and i mean i mean that in the the most loving way like i feel like i'm his big brother and sometimes i'll give him a task and he just joifies it the only way joe could so he you know he wanted to help out with the trudy's world opener and he sent away the singing, and then he got it back. And you should have seen the look on his face when he played it to me. It's like he was almost like he couldn't believe how bad it was, but he had made it. And it was this pure shock of like, oh, I thought they were just going to fix it. So that singing was totally unironic to start with, but now we play it. And I think Joe actually is some of his proudest work, Trudy. I, I particularly the uh, the Trudy's World intro and Joe have they've really grown on it's grown on me and it really buzzed me out a couple of weeks ago and we got a text going because we um I think we skipped Trudy's World for it because we were run out of time one morning um Quizzy Dag went over and um everyone's like but that Trudy's World I, that just makes my morning and makes me laugh out loud in my work van so I just I think that's what as long as we're putting a smile on people's face and just you know I love the intro. Well, Trudy, we love you. We'd be nothing without you. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. I mean, it's quite an incredible journey we've all been on together. We've all taken different paths, all uh, seriously completely different paths to get here. Um, But yourself, you've had a lifetime in in broadcasting and in journalism and writing and been across many different networks. And you found yourself with Baz and Izzy for breakfast. How have you enjoyed your year? Absolutely loved it. And I was, it wasn't, well, I didn't really know what to expect. And um, I was sort of, I had spent the last sort of couple of years freelancing and mixing work with around my kids. And when this came up, I just, it was weird how I got a notification on Seek. And I just, um, and I thought I had never heard of Sports Entertainment Network. Did a bit of Googling, Googling and I thought this sounds right up my alley. Um, and the, you know what, the team have been just absolutely wonderful. Just working with the legends that are Brendan McCollum and Israel Dag, or Baz and Izzy, um, is a highlight. Louis, you lead the team um, beautifully, and I, th- I said over the our Christmas drinks, um, only after one glass of wine, um, that you, I love how you mentor the boys in the kitchen. So Kez and Louis, I'm uh, sorry, Kez and Joe are there, and you really lead well and. It's just an all-round good feeling. I love being part of the team and providing the news every morning with my enunciation. But, oh, yes, I can just be normal too. Enunciation, <laughs> pronunciation. Yeah, you're, you're very, very astute in the uh, 
news booth there, Trudy. Can't wait to get back and rip into 2022. But before then, this is our Christmas special. And right. I am almost certain, like a dollar ten favourite, that you know the most about Christmas than any of us. And I would probably put my hand up and say I know the least. Never really been big on the Christmas thing um, for one reason or another. Just just never really adapted it and never or adopted it. Never really been part of my persona. But I know that as a mother of actual, your actual children, Christmas would have been a huge part of your life as a, as well, as yourself when you were a kid. But then having yeah. kids, it's really for the children, isn't it? It is, and I, I like every parent would have been through that. I've been through that whole leaving the cookies and the, the glass of milk out, um, and um, for and the kids get all excited, and then you chomp just before you go to bed after you've wrapped everything and done everything, you chomp on the cookie and um, half sip the milk, and then put the powder on your gum boots and make, walk pretend like it's sn- um, <laughs> footprints across the lounge. So you know, I I, lo- I love Christmas, and I. I, I don't know. And it, it, it's a tough time of year for some, for some people. I get that. But I, my biggest advice today is you've just got to be grateful um, that no matter how much chocolate, Christmas chocolate and food you eat, your earrings are still going to fit. So don't worry about it, girls. Uh, your earrings are still going to fit. And um, I woke up this morning, you know, Christmas Day, and I was just like, you know what? I've sort of been affected a little bit by the lockdown layer. And I've, I thought I'll give a Christmas gift to myself. I'm going to drink less. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to exercise. But that was like two hours ago when I was younger and full of hope. So I've given it away. <laughs> Trudy, that's great advice. Your, your, your <laughs> earrings will always fit. Uh, yeah, earlobes. I've actually got a deformity on one of my earlobes. I'll try to show you right now. Um, oh, it's, oh, like, are you ha- oh, that's, that's as adorable as Joey. How, how, little, how did that happen? I got a little dimple. It's just a, a birth defect, I suppose you'd call it. It's a tiny little dimple. I call it a deformity. It's not really... Uh, I've always wondered if I could get some fat, you know, if that could whatever kind of swell up and maybe I could get some of the, the beers I drink off my gut and into the yellow, but it doesn't seem to work like that. So it's very solid advice. Do you think Christmas well, I is... I think you could, we could organise you some liposuction just to inject a little bit of fat into that part of your yellow <laughs> and then you will let it go. Do you... Do you would Chris... you like that for Christmas? I would. That That's on my Santa's wish list. Um, that is, that is oh. it. Hey, Christmas is almost like a free pass for food and drink though, isn't it? Well, yeah, like I say, Christmas is all about um, eating and like presents, of course, and the kids and then eating and then a little nana nap and then person comes and taps you on the shoulder, roll over and you eat again. It's just one of those things. And then Boxing Day, you're like, oh, recovery. And then you're into that that healthy mode uh, for, for the new year. But um, I was having a giggle yesterday on Trudy's Well when we did the Christmas Eve version. And I, I wanted to repeat the Christmas Eve factoids that I read out to you guys. Because they were really funny. Yeah, go So on. obviously Christmas Eve is, is done and dusted, but... I do like the way that in the Middle Ages, the Christians celebrated Adam and Eve on Christmas Eve. So that to me was just quite funny. Like, like there wasn't really a religious thing. It was more about the Adam and Eve story. Um, so and Christmas Eve, you know, Adam and Eve. Um, and I love uh, like imagine being in Italy at the moment because they do over Christmas a feast of the seven fishes. So it is a seven course seafood meal and it's only. Yeah. You like that? I like that. Do you think on the spot between us, we could come up with what our feast of the seven fishes would be? I think so. Right, I'm going to start with I'm going to start with a scallop Mornay. <laughs> no, okay, yes. is that yes. the box? Yes. Is that you're laughing? Yeah, at me? I'm Cause laughing. I've scallops. No, I'm laughing because that's brilliant. I'm thinking, geez, okay, I better work hard here. Um, okay, I'm going to do a, a little salmon bruschetta second up. 
Oh, nice, nice. That's sort of nice because that's two like starter dishes, a little scallop Monet with a dusting of breadcrumbs and um, and then a salmon on bruschetta. Okay, we'll follow that with um, some crayfish and white bait fritters. <laughs> My right. expenses, expense, ex, my tastes are expensive, aren't they? Oh, Trudy Prego Nelson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, okay, uh, fourth, well, fourth. I'm going to go a, a aged trout pate. Oh, nice. Yeah, and as you know, I've been around Lake Taupo in the last couple of days, and a trout was caught yesterday and smoked, and it has been oh, turned into pate. As beautiful, I beautiful. <laughs> what What do you got like fifth that. up? Uh, I reckon we then move into some calamari, some just lightly battered calamari with some, say, some oysters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what course look, are we up to? That's course five. I think we need a main. We need a fish. We need a fish. We need a fillet of fish. And, I mean, there's a few different things you could go for here. I mean, if you're in the north, you're, you're thinking you snapper. Snapper. But good. what I'm going to do, because I'm a good southern lad and I understand. I know what you're going to say. Blue, B-C. Blue, blue cod. 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 The best eating fish in New Zealand, blue cod. Lovely. So that's course six. And the Italians do it well by celebrating the Feast of the Seven Fishes. So we'll do the final course, seven courses. Has to be seafood. Power ice cream. <laughs> Pity we would be proud. All right, Trude. So that's, that's what they're doing in Italy. What else are they doing around the world? Well, the Germans um, call um, Christmas Helligabend. I think I'm sort of trying to I'm trying to remember my third form German, um, and that means that you are able to around Christmas able to hear animals talking. So I thought that was quite amusing. Um, Silent Night, the wonderful Christmas song uh, and carol that is Silent Night. It was actually performed for the first time this day, 1818. So it's been around. Quickly add that up. 203 years. What's your number one Christmas carol, Trudy? <laughs> and you love it so much, do we? <laughs> you wouldn't let me play it. Oh, don't worry. There's a little holiday. Um, I love the Jackson Five. Santa Claus is coming to town because it's just Michael Jackson when he was obviously only a little boy and he was unaffected by the palaver that he went through uh, later in his life. But yeah, just uh, that family is obviously such an amazing talent, and they're totally got their screws loose. But yeah, that song for me. Um, just really gets me in the mood. Here's a, wow, interesting. Here's a this is a a Christmas song that I or actually Christmas album which I think is highly underrated. It's Justin Bieber, and I know you gonna I see your face, but yeah. see, this is a few years ago, and he still he could hit the high notes. I'm not kidding. Justin Bieber mistletoe is a genuine tune. Okay. <laughs> Trudy's not coming back in 2022. <laughs> what else have you got for me? Trudy's will. Well, I want to. I want to throw in Britney Spears actually because they used to be a couple, didn't they? Justin Timberlake and no, Britney Spears. Justin, they used to go out. Justin. Bieber. Or did you say Justin Bieber? Bieber. Yeah. I think Justin oh, Timberlake would have been. It was the wrong Justin. But Britney Spears' little Santa baby, which I know you made Smithy baby. That that gets that gets that's pretty cool too. Um, now the oh, also th- uh, bread baked around Christmas. Apparently, according to some uh, superstitions, bread baked around Christmas will never go mouldy. Um, I cannot verify this. Um, I have not done it experimentally, but apparently bake the bread doesn't ever go mouldy because that's the Christmas gift. And we've done a little bit of a stat. I revealed it yesterday on the show, but the statistic that Santa's had to travel to get the presents around that tree this morning. Yes. Um, he's had to have travel 221 billion miles. And for every house on earth, he has to spend 0.0002 of a second at every house to get those presents down the chimney. 
You'd so like, he's an amazing man. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he is an amazing man. You'd like to off, think he's offsetting his carbon emissions. You'd like <laughs> to think so, but oh, he'll be electric. It'll be a Tesla, I guarantee you. Do they have <laughs> Tesla? Do they have Tesla reindeer yet? <laughs> I would say that that's what Elon is working on. I have heard actually in the last couple of days that Elon Musk is inventing um, a chip that we're all going to put into our heads, <laughs> and we and and it's going to be able to diagnose if we're un, you know we've got dementia coming on or an illness, and and apparently it's like the next big thing that we're going to. But I, would you would you take Elon's chip? Yeah, I, I, look, I'm all for that. I'm actually all for kind of. Colonizing our IP, look, mm. that sounds that sounds crazy, but I'm all for that sort of thing. I don't mind it because do you know why? I think, and you got to be careful with this stuff. Elon Musk, he's a very intelligent man, but I think that's where we're all going. So the sooner we get mm. there, you know, it might actually be better. But that's a complete rabbit hole, Trudy. We've got a couple of minutes left here. This has been an outstanding Christmas edition of Trudy's World. But I thought I've... we should talk sport. Seeing we're a sports station, should we talk about a sport? Oh, I'll, we, we I'll can sort of go do over the highlights, want. my sporting highlights of the year, yeah, yeah. including a, a final one, and then I'll ask you to, and then I'm just going to reveal five weird sports, weird sports that you may not even know exist, Louis. How, okay. how does that sound? Do it. Do your highlights. All right. So I reckon that you know, after all the postponements and cancellations in 2020, when COVID-19 first, first came and hit us in March last year, I reckon 2021 was a bit of a sporting feast, and and obviously SENZ launched so. I reckon. Uh, so the Olympics for me, the Paralympics, amazing. Mm. Um, ride the Golf's Ryder Cup. That was pretty cool. The uh, Football's European Championship. I love the Lions Rugby Tour. I love the Women's Rugby World Cup and the Men's and Women's World. Oh, and the Wheelchair Rugby League World Cup. Did you did you follow a little bit of that? I love that stuff. Yeah, we loved it. You're right. The Paralympics are awesome. The Olympics are awesome. And you don't admit the fact that the Crusaders won another Super Rugby Aotearoa title. So let's just remember who the real champions were again. Lisa Carrington was me. I was definitely a highlight. So if you had to ask me for one individual performance, I mean, Ajaz Patel the other day, amazing with his tenfer. But Lisa Carrington, our golden girl, she's just an all-round cool chick, I reckon. Yeah, she's pretty special. Trudy, what are you looking forward to next year? Uh, I'm a bit of a golf nut, so I'm looking forward to the Masters. Um, I'm looking forward to the Women's Cricket World Cup. Which yes. is on our shores. So aren't we? Haven't we, haven't we got like nine New Zealand cities hosting games? Great games? call, great call. Uh, the, actually, very good point. The the women's cricket world cup is going to be a bunch of fun. I've managed to, to score myself a media pass, so thanks uh, very much, UCNC. <laughs> Took the job. Hey, um, did you want to know those five? Have, we, have I got enough time on Christmas Day to rock out the five weirdest sports? I do. You know what I think. I think we should save it, and I think we should tease people to make sure they come back to SENZ Breakfast in 2022 because, Trudy, how this is how much you mean to me. I am so honoured to work alongside you every day in the studio. You keep me sane, and to say happy <laughs> happy Christmas to you, I want to give you this the last minute to play out so you can go on your merry way this Christmas. Happy. Merry Christmas to you, love.
Bez and Izzy. Christmas, they're fizzy. Let's go, let's go. Turn it up, turn it down. Yeah, welcome, Baz and Izzy for breakfast, Christmas Day mixer. Welcome to Christmas. I hope you're all fired up. You're eating ham, you're smashing beers, you're just loving it. Um, Brendan McCullum hates that. Israel Dag hates that. Baz and Izzy, it's been an absolute pleasure to work with these guys throughout the year. Kez, it's been a a fun year, and um, they're now on the other side of Quizzy Dag. Are you fired up for this? It, it feels kind of rewarding. I feel like I might have to give a couple Baz clues. So I think, <laughs> what if what if we started with which All Black is the the quiz, Quizzy Dag named after? How about we start with that? And I'll give you a clue. It uh, rhymes with Bizrail Ag. Do we have any guesses? Do we have any guesses, anyone? Alan you got this, brother, or do you want me to take it? You got this, brother. <laughs> Israel Dag. <laughs> yes. Ding 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, it's on the board. Alrighty, alrighty, boys. What we got here is we've had an unreal year. We've had some unbelievable guests, some moments on the show that I'll never forget. We wanted to see whether you would forget them. Um, no doubt you wouldn't. Let's have a bit of fun with this. Let's start how well you actually do know each other. It's been a bit of conjecture over this throughout the, the show. The number has changed a few times. Baz, do you know how many tests Izzy has played? 63. It's between 65 and 67. (laughs) (laughs) It started as 66 at the start of the year, but somewhere it got lost. (laughs) The number has bounced around the 60s. It is 66, isn't it? Yeah, 66. Sorry, bro. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. 60, you got the 60 right. It's all good. We'll, we'll, oh, give, we'll give you a shot. Richie Mwanga, he said to me, well, there's a couple of testers didn't do much. So take <laughs> we all have plenty of those ones. Bit tired today. But I want to get involved. <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to go on now. So, Iz, you've got, you've got a chance now to either redeem mm. yourself or just make up a random number because Bears didn't know the test. Right. What was Baz's famous highest score in Test cricket? Three hundred and two. 
Oh, he's, he's got getting, a face. He's got a ding ding. He's... Google. Google is strong. <laughs> Where's the typing no, sound effect? 302. <laughs> because I said 301 one show and he said no, it was actually 302. And I was like, oh, so I always remember that, Bez. <laughs> 302. Thank you, Daggy. All right. Gold. Okay, there we Bez go. It's on 298. <laughs> he's whacked it. He's clipped it. 300 a little general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. New Zealand as a little cricketing master. Thanks, Smithy. Hope you are uh, absolutely sending it today. All right, let's rip in. Okay. DJ Bravo joined us early this year. He sung to us live on air. What was the name of his hit song that he sung? Champion. Yeah. And Anything? it's a massive tune as well. It is. We have sang it upstairs DJ. a lot of times. It's a catchy Bravo. one. It's a catchy one. DJ Bravo. Here we go. We'll take this one on. This is one of my personal favourites. Phil the Cat Tufnell claimed he got close to scoring a test century. What was his career high? 11. Is he? 26. Ooh. 22. He batted 11. Sorry, that's... That's, that's, yeah, that's a fair... I thought it was 26. 26. Yeah. 22? Oh, good. 22. He and... Like, when he tells that story, and you can go listen to the Baznazi for Breakfast podcast, just search Phil Tufnell. I mean, the cat. <laughs> he sold it that he got 97, didn't he? Almost, all around how, there, 22. How was I closer than Baz, and that's Baz's mate? <laughs> <laughs> I remember all the other stories. Like the one about him running down the, running down the, um, the street of Perth with his white coat on. <laughs> then we'll run him with the uh, with the institution. <laughs> yeah. oh, and, the, and the reason for the nickname, the cat, out all night, sleeps all day. I remember all those sorts of stories. Not not the actual numbers. Yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. No worries. All right, let's crack on. This is he. I reckon Baz might have been in the UAE when we, we found this out, mm. but you might you might not have. I might be remembering that wrong. While Paul Cole was l- l- tearing it up in Egypt. What was the only food he could eat being locked down in his hotel? Tomato pasta. Yes. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Bears, were you here for that chat? Nah, I wasn't. That no. was a, one of the famous Bears and his uh, cookbook recipes. Paul Cole and his tomato pasta. <laughs> yeah, it, was a, it was a classic. Tomato pasta. It's all he had all week. I remember that vividly. Yeah. Works well, for him. Yeah, don't think yeah, he touched yeah. it again, He's though. Jet. All right, speaking of this, here we go. What was the name? Of Nick Gill's chafing saviour. Something butt cream. <laughs> Close. Butt butter. Butt butter. Yes. We'll get a but ding dug in there. <laughs> ding ding ding. Butt butter. <laughs> He's insane, that man. BB, butt butter. Is he, you got a good memory. <laughs> I only got it because I was thinking bum, some, I was thinking chafing something, and then you said bum butter, bum something, and I said butt butter because I remembered it. All right, Baz, you, 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 Baz, this, you, this, you'll be right. You'll, you'll nail this, Izzy. I hope you do. We've had a number of, we've had a couple, not heaps. We've had a few sirs on the show this year. Can you both name one sir we have had on the show each? Sir John Kill. Bang. Sir Peter Vella. Oh, ding, 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 
I knew that one, so I was thinking I'll try and steal your one. Yeah. <laughs> Here we <laughs> go. I'm a little bit behind, so it's got strategic. Mind games. It gets competitive, Lizzie <laughs> Dad. This is oh, an insight. I had to dig deep for that one. I was like digging right into the bank, and then I I'd heard. Like, I'd like the clock. Can we have the clock actually working, please? <laughs> I feel right. like you gave a very extended amount of time there. Okay, sorry. No right, more second. no more clues. Kez, let's let's lob this one. All right. We do have cameras on, so we do have upstairs referee. All right, let's move on. When we spoke to Thomas Grant, he told us his life motto. What was it? Something the pig. Trust the pig. Trust the pig. Ooh. Close! Trust, Trust your pig. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> We're going upstairs now. Nah, that's Baz. That's Baz. Because I'll be honest. Be honest. I was like, Thomas Grant, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember this young guy. Next Miss Merry Christmas Trust to the... Uh, Trust your pig. The bush pigs. Trust your pig. All right. Nice, Baz. Okay, here we go. What do you guys think our most listened to podcast is? Shane Warne. Yeah, oh, bingo. Oh. Ding, ding, dingity, ding, dingo. No, I thought there might have been a bit. Yeah, that was that spot on. Yeah. You're completely Everyone right. wants to hear the spin king. The king. Oh. Yeah, the king of spin. Speaking all of. Liz Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Disappointed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, speaking of. And this is our last question. Yes, this, this is our is last, last question. question. All right, we're going to go one at a time here, I think, for your guesses. So we'll start with, we'll start with Izzy for the guess. Speaking of the King of Spin, how many cigarettes a day did Shane Warne say he could kill COVID with? 60. Baz? Two packets. 80. Ooh. I think I think we should give it to the closest. Yeah, yeah, we'll give it to the closest. It was you, Baz. He turned up he, 100. <laughs> he said he that he had 100. Now, I... I've seen him. I've seen him take eighty on. I've never <laughs> yeah. seen him get through the hundred mark. Eighty. Yeah, seen it firsthand. Unbelievable. You're kidding me? Like, like one Head big or... <laughs> Yeah, like one big drag at a time. Pretty much. I'm not sure we should be talking about cigarettes. On <laughs> no, no, we can't condone it. But um, congratulations, <sighs> boys. That's your quizzy dag. That's your. <laughs> That's your Quizzy Dag. That's the season wrap for Quizzy Dag. We'll be back again. Izzy will cook us up a new wrap in the new year, no doubt. Well done, boys. As um, I'll speak on behalf of myself and Kez can say something as well, but what an absolute pleasure it's been. You guys are two childhood heroes, probably both of us, certainly myself. So it's been a thrill this year. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, same from me. I mean, uh, Izzy has been writing the questions all year. I've just been uh, sort of uh, overlooking them. Uh, That's why they were wrong on a couple of occasions. It wasn't me. He is the quiz master. But no, in all all seriousness, it's been a great year. We've had lots and lots of fun here on Quizzy Dag. So thank thank you boys for making it good. And uh, and Baz, you you have made me angry a couple of times when I've swung my arms around when you're giving your clues but, but you know what you know what in the end it's it's all about having fun and, and we've given away some good bonus bets so it's been a great time yeah it's very good Liz you want to go yeah do you want me to say something well how's about I say something and then you as the quiz master the is master you yeah. can close us out okay thank, thank you gentlemen for your outstanding work all, all season and Trudy as well Joe Joe you've been fun too 
but Louis he's fantastic we're building a lovely team this is just mm. the start of a long journey we will grow and develop as as a unit but gee we've had fun four o'clock suck but the minute we get on air for three hours we laugh our heads off and we come away thinking this is a pretty exhilarating job so thank you for all your hard work as well team thanks for your perseverance your persistence and your patience and here's to a fantastic year next year thank you very much yeah here here bezza here here i totally agree yeah, mate. Sorry, sorry and to my brother yeah love you <laughs> love you <laughs> me too brother. Wrap it up. absolute champion team and and look i'll i'll repeat bezza's uh comments here as well it's been a great year and i've really enjoyed it lads uh look we have our times we have our ups and we downs but it's all about being the best and uh that's what early mornings do to you really they get <laughs> they bring out some moody times but hey we get there we bring fun and uh keep up the great work uh we're a good team and that's what i love we're a team louis joe kez and trudy it's everyone involved it's not just baz and izzy we need you's and we're uh, you're a big part of the team. But um, yeah, Skip, love working with you, mate. Absolute champion. You bring the energy, you bring the vibe, you bring the stability, and that's what we need in this team, I tell you, because you can get a bit of rabbit, because you've seen from Monday when I had no voice. Um, but hey, we're a team. We bring good vibes. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next year. We can't wait to bring you sport back to SCNZ. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Love you. Baz and Izzy. Baz and Izzy, Baz and Izzy, Kes and Louie, Joe and Trudy, never moody, always groovy. It's Baz, it's Izzy, it's Christmas, we're fizzy. 22 turn it up, 21 turn it down.